This is Sarah Dree with the Circle City News, sponsored by the Law Office of Mark Nicholson. Hello and welcome to Circle City News Podcast. I am Sarah Dree, the new podcast host. I just want to give a special thanks to the law firm of Mark Nicholson for sponsoring this program, helping us make Indiana a little bit sexier, especially with my two guests today. I am so excited to bring on some OnlyFans stars, Jenny and Rico. They're going to talk to you about what it's like to be on the OnlyFans platform and their journey onto how they became content makers on the pl platform as well. So if you guys just want to say hello, introduce yourselves. Hey Sarah, so nice to see you again. So I am Jenny, this is my husband Rico, and as Sarah mentioned, we are OnlyFans creators. Mm -hmm. Yes, this, <laughs> this is so exciting because I actually got to meet Jenny on a photo shoot in LA. So once you get to meet content makers and you get to hear their stories about what led them to the platform, it just really opens your mind, it opens your heart, it helps you understand uh, someone's story so much better. And that was why I wanted you guys to be my very first guest on the platform. Yay! So that, yes, yay! So that we can talk a little bit about your backgrounds and um, what you've been learning and enjoying and uh, the different experiences that you've had um, by joining OnlyFans and how it has changed your life. So if you want to just kind of chat about your childhood and what it was like growing up for you guys. Yeah, sounds good. So uh, my child, well, we both grew up as Jehovah's Witnesses. Um, so my childhood, thinking back on it, um, I would have considered it a normal childhood uh, up until the past few years ago when we left the Jehovah's Witness organization to where I realized that it was a very limited childhood that I grew up in. Um, and I say limited because we were confined to a bubble pretty much. Um, you know, going to school, we could never hang out with our friends after school. We were never part of extracurricular activities. We never celebrated holidays. We never celebrated birthdays or things of that sort. So it was very limiting. Um, and I didn't realize that up until now. So um, that was how it was for me. Um, I'll send it over to Rico now. Right. So um, just like Jenny, I was raised as a Jehovah's Witness. Um, our entire families were raised uh, in, in that religion. So, you know, uh, as she said, looking, you know, growing up, it's it was completely normal. Um, but looking back now, being an adult and seeing how constricted and uh, restricted we were, it's pretty eye opening. Um, so, you know, we've learned these things. And as she said, in the past three or four years, and uh, so we've been living our life now, you know, getting out of that and uh, just experimenting, exploring and doing things that we normally would never have even thought about doing. OnlyFans being one 
No, you never would have. Right. Did you guys meet when you were younger or did you meet through the church? So we met, um, basically our families grew up together. Um, so her mother dated my uncle when they were younger. Oh. Um, so it, nothing came of it, obviously, but uh, our families grew up because of that. So, so we literally have um, uh, baby pictures together. So we, we've known each other legitimately our entire lives. <clears throat> That's so amazing. And what I really love about your story is how as a married couple, you're able to grow, continue to grow together um, as you evolve and as you explore being on the OnlyFans platform. So I wanted to ask you a little more specifically about your religion. Knowing what you know now and thinking about your childhood and the programs that you were kind of grew up with, what did you believe about your body or sexuality or your sexual energy through growing up in the church? Like what were some, what are some of the things that you've had to relearn for yourself or unlearn? That's a really good question. Um, I had to relearn on what it is to be a real woman because you're not taught that. Um, in the religion, uh, covering up is, you know, how a woman should be. Um, any, any little bit of skin that is shown, it's immoral, you're committing sin. Um, if I'm showing too much skin, that means I'm asking for attention, uh, things of that nature, you know? So I had to deconstruct my mind and my beliefs and what I had always known, the, what I thought was the right way, you know, to live as a woman. And so it was complete opposite when I, we left the religion. Um, when it comes to sexuality and sexual energy, um, those things are not spoken of in the religion. You know, you're taught to, you know, you get older, you get married, you get married to the opposite sex and you have children and that's about it. Nothing more is spoken of about sexual energy, sexuality, nothing like that. So all of that stuff, I literally had to learn from the beginning. And that was just, you know, a few years ago. So such a short time frame, but I've learned so much about myself. I continue to learn about myself and explore. Um, so it's definitely been a journey. Yeah. So I um, can... what? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Well, I was just going to just chime in for a little more context. Um, you know, basically, the, the, the religion, which is like many others, um, conservative, right? So sex is meant to be something that's only yeah. for man and wife. Um, and uh, you were forbidden to have sex prior to marriage. Uh, you're forbidden to explore your own body. Masturbation is a sin. Um, so if you just wow. You think about those ingredients where, you know, you, you can't explore your own body uh, to, to learn what you like or what feels good. Uh, neither can your mate. Um, and then, you know, you can't you don't have sex before marriage either. So then you get married and now you're two individuals who literally don't know anything about yourselves, don't know anything about the other. And because it's not a topic that's talked about a lot, um, it's not something that's brought up. Um, or discussed openly. So you just go through your marriage and life, and if you run into any issues, 
um, the, the answer is always to turn to the elders or the Bible. Uh, and that's supposed to be the end all be all for everything. And if you're in a long term relationship, you know that that is just not enough. Right. <laughs> so, um, you know, so we, no, <laughs> we figure those things out later on in our adulthood. Yes, together. And just even this idea that pleasure or, like you said, exploring your body, that these things are bad, that they're not discussed. We don't have honest conversations of what it's like to be human mm -hmm. and to be yeah. a sexual being. And yeah. so you grow up with all of these gaps in um, your understanding of yourself and your sexual energy. And also, I think a lot of shame around your body and around mm -hmm. sex and um, sort of feeling like it's a bad thing. And this idea that sexual pleasure really shouldn't be pleasurable, you know, that right. it's more like dutiful. Yes. Absolutely. That That's a, a, a very good point. And it's one that I can speak to in seeing my own wife go through that. Um, especially for women, uh, the shame aspect of sexuality under religious conservative household is huge. Um, so, you know, it is a duty. It is to please your husband. It is to have children. Um, there's not much discussed about pleasure for women at all. But even in a broader no. style term, um, you know, they're just now figuring out things about, you know, the woman's sexual anatomy that, you know, they're just researching. Right. So it's just an entire kind of a, a world issue um, of women's sexual repression. But then when you add religion on top of it, even more so for, for women. So that, that's a very good point. Yeah. So what made you guys get curious about or decide to start an OnlyFans page? So we, well, so we left the religion a few years ago. Um, and we also lost our friends and families, literally our entire families at that time as well. So we really had nothing to lose into diving into, you know, the business of sexuality. And I've always loved to take pictures. I was a model as a teenager and Rico's always loved, you know, photography and he has a great vision for it. So we were like, you know, why not? Let's go ahead and give it a try. We didn't know what it entailed, uh, but we just knew that, you know, it was something big that was, you know, going around OnlyFans business. So we were like, let's go ahead and give it a try and see what happens. Right. It's also a little bit deeper than that as well, um, because when in our in our process of deconstructing from leaving the religion, a lot of the things that we went through or were taught were wrong or sins, we started to figure out that, you know what, that's not true. Um, so, you know, a lot of our think, our, our thought processes was to literally do the things that we were raised to think was immoral or sinful and see how we felt and kind of develop our own moral and, and ethical um, character. So the, the whole OnlyFans business, when we got into it, it wasn't what we do now by any means. It was... Uh, we thought it was one thing, and then as we started going through it, and as we started deconstructing more from the religion, uh, we decided to purposefully start to take more of a sexual stance, if you could say that, um, because it was our way of kind of striking back a little bit and saying, you know, all these things that they say, um, it's not true. And uh, and this was our way of, of doing it and, and being very open about it uh, and, and owning it, which... Um, 
when where we come from, we are like uh, considered the worst of the worst of the worst now, uh, mm-hmm. because of the open stance that we've taken with it. And you know, it, it, it's it's a it's kind of like a, a cross, no pun intended, <laughs> a cross that we we have to bear. Um, because you know it, it's something that it's just not true. The, the misinformation about sex workers, um, the misinformation about women uh, who do sex work and their character, their moral character, and all that stuff is nonsense. And uh, so we're proof of it, and we trying to make put our own little example out there to the world um, of how yes, you can do these things and still be good people. Mm. Yes. And I think that's so interesting that there is this judgment that being a sexual person, exploring these ideas of pleasure has anything to do with your moral compass. You know, isn't that uh, an interesting stance that religion likes to sort of take to again, reinforce that shame model uh, to make people think there's something wrong with their body or exploring it. Do you guys feel that being a couple on OnlyFans has helped your marriage? How do you feel like the dynamic has changed or made you guys closer? Like, what is it like being a married couple? And do you think it has benefited your marriage? It has. Oh, my gosh. Um, it's made our connection with each other so much stronger. Um, our sex life is very fulfilling and it's so much more fun now because there's no shame there. Um, we're yeah. very vulnerable with each other and it's because we've allowed ourselves to, you know, come to this point in our lives to do so because before it was not like that, you know, you still have walls up and barriers and it's just sad because this is my husband and I should never feel like that with him. But unfortunately, even within the religion, you do have those walls up. So now with all those walls down and still working on things, OnlyFans has made our marriage and sex life amazing. And it's only getting better because we're continuing to learn more about ourselves. We're continuing to learn more about each other and our likes and dislikes, you know, so we're able to explore more in that aspect. Yeah, I'd, I'd uh, definitely have to agree. Um, we, it, it's been a, a whirlwind of just the experiences, right? Um, I've always been a kind of a different thinker, which is why I, you know, started to make the, the steps to leave the, the religion. Um, so for me, you know, intimacy has always been important in our marriage. So I've, I've always strived to make that a very, uh, you know, a priority for us. Um, but without knowing, you know, these, the, it was like a, a conflict because the things that I would discuss were things that we shouldn't talk about um, or that were taboo or, or that would make Jenny feel ashamed or shut down. And now being, you know, being in the adult industry, these are conversations that we openly and willingly have. So our communication, which is the biggest thing for a successful relationship, has gotten so much better. And our communication about sex is amazing, which it was non-existent before, because as she said, that shame and that and that judgment that we would feel um, would stop us from having those communications. Uh, and no one in the religion, you know, talks about these things. There's a lot of very unfulfilled people who, you know, call themselves very religious, but deep down they're they're just unfulfilled because of the ideologies that were taught regarding sex. Um, so for sure, our marriage has gotten a better just through and through, sexually, communicatively, uh, mentally, spiritually, everything has gotten uh, 
Yeah, that's so exciting to hear. And I think is going to validate a lot of listeners who are couples in relationships who are looking for ways to explore how, you know, bring some excitement and fun back into the bedroom, maybe through OnlyFans. Um, I feel like OnlyFans starting out is sort of like a progression, you know, and that's one of the things I love about the platform is you can start off doing exactly what you feel comfortable doing as a content maker. And then as you start exploring and investigating, becoming more comfortable with your body, being more comfortable, being vulnerable, it just opens it up to trying new things. And then like you said, you're the ones that get to decide where your boundaries are and what feels right for you guys, you know? And uh, Rico, I was gonna ask you, with Jenny being on the platform, how have you sort of seen her grow and change um, from before being on OnlyFans to now? Um, uh, whew, man, uh, I can't even begin to, to put it into words. Um, <laughs> huge, huge just transformation uh, through and through. Um, her confidence level um, has skyrocketed. Her uh, self-esteem, her uh, the, the way she views her body, um, she she's so much less. Um, uh, what's the word I want to use? Critical, yes, of herself. Uh, whereas before, you know, she would just always be in her head about what she was wearing, what people would think um, if they saw her in this. And now she's just literally free. And so to see that transformation has been probably the best part of this whole experience. Uh, forget the, the finances and you know the, the money that, that OnlyFans brings, seeing her transform yeah. just as a woman and, and live and own in that sexual energy has been amazing for me to witness because I, I, as I would always tell her, she's always had that in her and I believe every woman has that in them. Um, it's just all of the things that you know, society and religion put on top of us that kind of holds that down. So as she started to, you know, relieve herself of that weight, she just started to make transformations. And uh, she has no idea the effect that she also has on other women um, who see that. Uh, yes. and, and it's just been, it's been amazing to watch. Uh, she's a totally different woman, same woman, but different woman. Um, and uh, it, it's, yes. it's just been a, but, a blessing. But more whole. Yes, and more yes. herself. I remember Jenny saying that she she works out a lot and that she wouldn't even like wear a sports bra or show photos of herself in a sports bra. It's Listen, true. Sarah, true. I can tell you, we'll, we'll go back in time to, uh, there was the times where she would not, wouldn't want to wear a sports bra. She did not want to show her belly button. Um, you know, and, and the reasoning again behind these things is, is just shame and judgment. Um, not because, yeah. you know, she didn't, she didn't like herself per se, but just, she was worried about the perception of other people. And also, you know, what we're taught about, uh, women and showing themselves equaling morality and ethics. And, um, so the, the best thing is, is that now being in this business, we see that all of the teachings that we were taught, they're just simply not true. Um, what a person wears does not equal their morality. It does not equal their ethics. It does not equal the kind of person they are. It doesn't mean they're undeserving of love or uh, affection or kindness. It, it just means that that's their personal choice. And, um, you know, so I think that a lot of 
disempowering message for OnlyFans that the world needs to hear. It's just that, like, you know, women can do uh, and experience sexual pleasure as much as they'd like, uh, the same way that men can. And there's no shame behind that. There's no sin behind that, which kind of gets us to the to the whole um, our name or her name uh, <laughs> on social media. You know, like the divinity of yeah. so. Um, that is, you're like, you're the perfect co-host because you're leading me right into that next question. Uh, just as a female, well, first of all, I just want to brag on Jenny because uh, Jenny is like just drop dead gorgeous in person, but she is so beautiful inside. She's just so sweet and so loving um, and it's just so beautiful to see another woman stand in her power, own her um, off, most authentic self, and just sort of release all of the weight of the programs and things that, uh, you know, us as women, we've been told all our lives about unworthiness and having to suppress and the the list of derogatory names that you are as a woman if you like sex or if you explore sex or if you have multiple partners just that double standard around sex between men and women that men don't understand in the same way that women do and jenny i want you to just take a second to talk about your handle uh, what it is and what it means to you, because I think it's just so beautiful and I think just so symbolic of this journey for not just you, but for every woman. Thank you. So we came up with the name, The Divinity of Her. Uh, my husband would tell me all the time, you are divine, you're divine. And so with him reiterating that to me, I'm like, yes, I am divine. Um, so in coming up with the name, the divinity of her, we also feel that human sexuality is divine and there's nothing to be ashamed of. It's a beautiful thing. And so we wanted to be able to use that to express, you know, what it is that we do on social media. So that's how the divinity of her came to play. Yes, I just love that. I just feel like it's like uh, that song, God is a Woman, you know? Yes, oh, I tell Rico all the time, I'm like, listen, God is definitely a woman. <laughs> For sure, oh, but I just, yeah, I just love it. And what I find so exciting is um, women like you who are trailblazing right now, like, Rico said, you don't even realize the impact that you're having on other women by standing in your power, by reclaiming your sexual energy, by reclaiming uh, your body autonomy, and by giving yourself permission to explore it and share it with others. It just releases so many other women to do the same and to set out on that path um, to push against the programming, to push against those ideologies that I think a lot of people nowadays are kind of questioning, just like you guys started questioning uh, your religion. And it's like, hmm, is there another way? Was what I've been told my whole life the absolute truth? Or 
are there many truths to every situation and it can be equally true that uh, we are sexual mm -hmm. beings and our sexuality is meant to be one of the most divine, beautiful, and pleasurable gifts of being in a human body. So I think, mm -hmm. yes, just for you guys questioning it, uh, going out, exploring, sharing your page, sharing your content with other people, it's just, it's, it's going to liberate so many people. And I thank you for being so brave to share your story um, because it's interesting to me talking to a lot of OnlyFans content makers who are on the other side of it. So many of us have had these same religious upbringings that we've had to sort of um, dissect and question um, as we get older and we decide that we really want to live a more liberated, free, and authentic life for ourselves. Yeah, that, that Sarah, is, um, that is such a great point because regardless of whether you're raised as a Jehovah's Witness or uh, a very, very conservative Catholic, um, the, the truth is, is that a lot of the repression just stems from the all similar ideology. And a lot of it is targeted towards women um, and uh, just the repression there. So, you know, I, I do want to speak real quick uh, about the kind of the, the idea that men have of women who do OnlyFans yes, and, and uh, how there is such a double standard of, of you know, on one hand, uh, there obviously is a, a demand uh, for sex work because it is a multi-billion dollar yes. industry every year. But then on the other hand, uh, you know, the women, uh, it seems to be that women who actually do it for themselves seem to get such vitriol yes. uh, online. Um, yet the people who are giving it to them are secretly those who are consuming the product. Um, and the way we look at it is like this. We have an amazing sex life. We don't mind sharing it. Um, you know, and uh, it, it's something that we do. We all do. And we're deciding to supply that demand and get paid for it. Um, you know, we didn't create the market. Uh, really, repression of sexu sexuality did. Yes. Um, so the women who are brave enough to go out there and do it, uh, hats off to them. It should be, uh, you know, because they are doing something that is, um, most people look at and they judge, but yet they're doing nothing but supplying demand. And yes. uh, for the women who have the, the courage to do that, I mean, they, they deserve to be congratulated, in my opinion, um, uh, versus shamed. Uh, because they didn't create the market, uh, it, it's it's there regardless, right? Yeah. Um, so you know, I just wanted to touch on that real quick because we deal with it so much on a daily basis. You know, how do I allow my wife to do this? And you know, how do I allow? Uh, it's just silly uh, to me at the end of the day. Um, and uh, hats off to to the women who do it, especially those who do it on their own. Yeah, mm -hmm. like me, I do <laughs> I do it on my own, but you make such. An amazing point because it really is within the realm of every woman being sexualized her whole entire life to be able to find a way to reclaim that power and monetize that sexualization for themselves. I have not found anything more empowering in my entire life than to be able to say, you know, and that's the other thing I love about the OnlyFans platform is 
everything that happens on the platform is under consent. And I think that's another important point to make is that an OnlyFans content maker has complete and total control over their page. And they only do what they want, what they feel comfortable doing. And that's really the beauty of it, right? Is that finally women get to be in the driver's seat when it comes to their uh, sexuality. And I really think that once women tap into this, we will rule the world. Yes, we will. <laughs> I, I, tell, I tell her that all the time. Yes. Listen, I, I am... I'm a man, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a red-blooded man, but uh, I feel that women, for sure, uh, could rule the world. And yeah. Could, um, you know, it's just, it, what, what, what you're talking about, you know, uh, about, you know, women being able to have full autonomy and what they do on OnlyFans is, is so special uh, because uh, corporations have been capitalizing off of women's sexuality forever. Yes. Right? So uh, they do it. And they make millions yeah. and billions of dollars. But when a woman decides to do it, um, you know, the, the amount of hate that goes her way is just insane to me. It makes no sense. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's definitely a double standard uh, in the industry. Yeah. Um, but the platform, like you said, that gives women now the opportunity to say, hey, I'm going to do this. These are my boundaries. Um, you do what you want there. And you are the person who gets the, the lion's share of the pay. Yes. Versus, you know, what happens in uh, right. porn, you know, which is horrible when some yeah. of the stories that you hear. Um, 100%. But, you know, so those, you can take that. That for sure is empowering. I don't see how anybody can see it any differently, you know? Yeah, yeah you're in charge. Mm -hmm. Yes, and that's exactly where women should be. But I do agree with you on the double standard. Even being a couple, as content makers, do you notice that Jenny gets the brunt of the uh the hate even though you're equally a partner in making the content i always feel like there's just as many men involved in making the content on OnlyFans, but it's always the hate that's uh put on the women you know because of that double standard oh that's a good question you want to know the truth sarah um honestly yeah from my perspective because you're what you what is right. Uh, there's a lot of men involved behind the scenes, but I'm not behind the scenes, right? So uh, honestly, a lot of the comments that we get, I say it's pretty even, even in regards to shame and hate. Um, there's a lot of judgment for a man who, you know, in this toxic masculinity yeah. world that we live in, and this whole alpha male and beta male nonsense that, you know, how do I let my wife do this? You know, these are the kind of comments that uh, we come across quite a lot. Um, and it. what's so funny to me is, is that a lot of that uh, alpha male thinking about letting a woman do something just comes from a lack of confidence. Yeah. Because what it is, is they want to be able to control yes. what, their, what their woman does. And uh, if they can't control it, right, then, then you know, it becomes an issue. Uh, and that's really not what a masculine male is about. I, I want to see my wife thrive. Um, I want to see her make her decisions and, and be empowered in them. And just because we, we are in sex work does not mean that she's any less of a woman or that I'm any less of a man or that our relationship is any less than anyone yeah. else's. I mean, we've been together 
I lose track. Uh, yeah, going on 18 years. Yeah, 18 years. <laughs> now, I think also, you know, the, 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 yeah, important to note that uh-huh. she's like an equal player in this, that you're not just letting her do something, that you're a partner in this with her, and that this yeah. is something you two are doing together um, financially, emotionally, Absolutely. sexually. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I love that. And I love getting your perspective as well. Um, from the male side being on OnlyFans. So now that you guys have been on OnlyFans, you've created your platform, you're making lots of money, you're one of the top content creators. What's next? Like, what are your hopes and dreams? And uh, what do you want to keep building for yourselves together? Well, I definitely, definitely want to continue to build ourselves up. Uh, we want to continue to build our marriage first and foremost. Uh, but honestly, right now, Sarah, I feel like we're like living a dream right now. You know, we're we're both uh, partners in OnlyFans. Um, you know, we get to wake up with each other every day. We spend all of our time together. We have the best sex ever, <laughs> and we get paid for it. Yeah. So I mean, that's a dream. It's everybody something that we do. Different dream. Yes. <laughs> It is. It is. Um, so we're living that right now. And uh, we do have future uh, goals of coaching. Uh, we want to be able to help other women to deconstruct their minds, help them to get on a healing process and their own healing journey. Um, so we do have that goal, um, which could be coming up pretty soon. Um, but yeah, what about you? Um, you pretty much hit it all in the head. I mean, we, we, we are definitely, you know, I like to always give the other side too. you know, I, we don't want to make it seem to be that, you know, this journey has just been the absolute best <laughs> and there's been no hard times. Uh, we have for sure in deconstructing gone through the hardest times of our life, like the hardest by far, uh, whenever you're changing your entire belief system, it is not easy. Um, so, you know, just individually and then as a couple, uh, there's been a lot of challenges there. Um, but now we're kind of on the back end of that. And we, I would say we are living the dream, being able to do what we do together and work towards our own empire instead of working towards someone else's. Yes. Um, you know, and this was, this was by choice uh, to get into this. It wasn't a necessity, um, but it kind of trans, you know, it transformed into the thing that we didn't know what it could be. And now we do, so now we're all in. Um, and uh, we've made it our decision that we're going to make our stand in this industry, uh, which is why we're so, you know, upfront and own yes, it so much. Yes, I love right? that. Um, and yeah, where that brings us, we don't know yet. We'll we'll see. Um, we we have our plans for coaching and trying to help other women who want to do this industry because it's not easy. Um, you know, most of what some, some guy <laughs> out there will tell you. No, it's a lot of hard work that people and, don't realize the hustle behind OnlyFans. It's um, it's it's hard. <laughs> it is. It's not easy. Yeah. People don't want to respect it that way, but that's because of you know how they view it morally. Right. Uh, but regardless of how they view it morally, it's a business and it takes hard. Yeah. Work. So and there's a lot um, of like you know, but we're, we're that you have to have to to get it off the ground and. You know, there's a lot of marketing. There's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff that you have to do to 
um, make it in that industry. So I just love that you were willing to be so brave and so vulnerable with your story because I feel like your story is so many other people's stories. And as you stand in your light, you stand in your healing and you are open to sharing your story with other people, it's just going to liberate so many other people. And you're going to have so many people to coach because they heard you on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So if they want to see the sexier side of Jenny and Rico, where can everyone go to find you? Because they're going to want to see all the, uh, all the twerking and that, that uh, amazing ass that Jenny has. (laughs) I love you. So yes, if you want to see more of me, more of us, you can head over to our website. It's www.thedivinityofher.com. And we have all of our platforms on that website. So we're part of Twitter, Snapchat, and definitely OnlyFans is on there. And we also have a free OnlyFans page too. So definitely check out our website. I love it. Well, thank you. <laughs> I'm sure we had them already. <laughs> it might be the opposite too, we might. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, Thank you, Sarah. We appreciate it.